Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the North Bros Outdoors Podcast, episode 31. I am Nick Beto, and I am joined here in the studio with returning guest. It's been a minute. Uh, you were last on episode 16, part 2. Correct. So, just like we've done with everybody else, I don't think we did this back when you were on the first time, so I'll let you just introduce yourself and then we'll jump right into it. Do you want me to say my real name? Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, however you want to do it. It's your, your show, man. Um, I'm Jared Smith. Uh, grew up in northern Minnesota. I like to hunt fish. Uh, grew up pheasant hunting, ice fishing, summer fishing, camping, all that fun stuff outside. So you fit the North Bros Outdoors criteria pretty well? I try to. <laughs> and he asked if he wanted to say his real name. That's because we call him Timmy. I gave him that. Me and uh, Boss, Espy, he's been brought up before, but we gave him that nickname when he first... Two, three years ago? Yeah, I think it was three years ago already. And now everybody calls him that. It's kind of funny. Yeah. Same thing with Flash. And that that's just how people know him. That nickname will never die. Nope, nope. Everybody calls him, calls him Flash. So, the last episode that we did, I gotta look back on it here, I think, oh, I do remember, it was Mike, Mikey Lamone was on, and we talked about his successful deer hunt, first successful bow season, first bow season, and he had success, so that was pretty cool. Wrapping it up for hunting for me, I mean, there's not really much to get into now that ice is here, I have put the hunting stuff away, and I will not touch it again until next year. So I don't know if you did any hunting or anything this year. I did spring turkey and was not successful. It was kind of... North Dakota, Minnesota. Minnesota. And it was public land. And it was very picked over. The birds were very finicky. And the weather was horrible, like always. We're going to have some uh, turkey, which I never thought we would, but we're going to have some turkey-related episodes uh, coming up here, I'm going to try it in the spring. I, I've i never done it before, but I've heard that it can be very fun. Shotgun archery. I'm going to use my bow. I'm That's gonna, what we did. I'm going to yep. cheat. I mean, I think it'd be fun to blast a turkey in the face with a shotgun, <laughs> but I'm going to use my bow, see if I can get my first kill with it. I haven't, I haven't killed anything with it yet. Right. And I think the hardest part was trying to find them before even setting up the blind which was kind of off-putting, especially when you sit out, out there most of the day and not see much. But That's about how my deer season went. You can refer back to a couple episodes back to hear how my season went. All this talk every year. I During the last couple of years, I've been bow hunting for three years, and I haven't been successful yet. And it's just, I don't know, man. I mean, I'm, it's not like I'm not trying, but I'm my weakness is ice fishing. That is That is my favorite thing to do. And once... I was hunting when there were guys out fishing on first ice, and it was tough. It was tough to drive by them and right. pretty much wave like, oh, hey, guys, you catching anything? Because I'm not. Or, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's hard. Um, yeah, usually if it freezes up by the weekend after, the couple weekends after Thanksgiving, we're out there fishing, trying to get out there before most of the crowd, which is usually when the best kind of mass fishing is fun it's kind of my my thought too 
when it comes to big bodies of water and big destination lakes, if you will. Um, right. Okay. The, the one that I am referencing in particular would be Red Lake. And I we went up there. You were up there last year with yep. us. And that, that was actually the last episode that you were on was the Red Lake trip that we went on last year. And it was a blast. Don't get me wrong. I mean, that's my... I'm going to turn my computer here so you can see my background. I mean... That, Heck yeah. That, that, that was a fun weekend. It was a great weekend. And I... It's not that I I don't want to go back up there because I do. I, I just didn't get to make it up there early ice this year. But once I can start getting on lakes around here that I don't have to drive three and a half hours, four hours to get to, I mean, I, you know, I don't know. It's nice. And it's better than spending half your day in the car and wasting all your time. Well, and it's so far. There. I mean, when you get off work at noon on a friday and then by the time you get up there it's time to set the house down get some sleep and get up early in the morning on saturday and you're leaving at noon on sunday yeah and sometimes when you get that early ice everything's so booked out and full so it's yeah. hard to get in there and so my my thought is or and, and people with wheelhouses will probably disagree with me but i think that once you can drive on it that's when i'm starting to hit the more local lakes and trying to right i mean we've already we've been out you and me together we've been out three times three times yep and or twice no i think it was three or was it twice i think it was twice yes we were were gonna go out on we've been we've been to three different lakes but we've only been out together twice Twice. this year right and that's that's like more than we went out all of last year yeah, it was Red Lake the last time. Well, besides the Devil's Lake trip, but other than that, we only went out that one time. And I don't know if you have ever ice fished either of those. We're not going to drop lake names, but have you ice fished any of those lakes that those three lakes that we've been to so far this year? I have not fished any of any of the lakes in that area. I'm so used to. We like, can we can small. give the area uh, Detroit Lakes area, and then I guess. We can drop we can drop the name of the one that we were just at. That's a pretty popular lake. Yeah, it's a larger mass lake out there. Lake Lida is where we were on Sunday. And we had what did we get? Bass, pike, crappie, perch, northern. And a bluegill. And a bluegill. And we saw we saw walleyes on the camera, but they weren't having anything to do with what we were doing yeah we had that one come in really early that didn't really want anything to do with us but i mean it's worth a shot it's nice to see walleye too sometimes you don't catch them yeah and the the i mean we were only out for a couple hours and for that couple hours that we were out i i think that it was a pretty dang good day i mean i that's only my second time ever ice fishing that lake and i will definitely be going back um I mean, there's tons of structure on it. There were houses, vehicles, well, not pickups, so to speak. But so I guess we could, before we get into how our fishing has been and what we've been finding, we will touch on some ice conditions. Um, and I'll let you go first because you were you were out before me. Uh, yep. So we went out, and you were north of Detroit Lakes area. 
Yep, I was in like northern Minnesota, come back where I'm from. It was a smaller like stock pond, and we camped out and caught fish pretty consistently. How much ice did you have? We had eight and a half inches of ice. And that was early December? It's the second week in December. Because the time of recording this, it is December 20th. So we're <clears throat> we're finally caught back up with the episodes that I we had got pre-recorded. Picture? No, we're looking at the phone. Um, December 3rd. December 3rd. Okay, yeah, so early, early December. So very early. And eight and a half, that's pretty good. Right, but it was a smaller lake, and one one corner of the lake was still a little wet, but I mean, it's pretty good, right? Off the access. And and that was northern Minnesota, and I was out southern North Dakota. Uh, I believe it was the following weekend after that, the 10th or something, somewhere, something somewhere like around that. there. We found six to eight inches, a little bit, little bit less ice than you guys. Um, not very much snow cover then. Now we just got hit with that big snowstorm last week, which brought 10 to 15 inches of snow. And there's tons of snow. Some would say too much snow on the ice. Too much. And now we're now we're into a cold snap. It is currently. It was negative 16, 17 this morning. And that's what it is right now is negative 16. Yeah, so it hasn't changed since. And, and I think that's going to, I don't think that that's going to lock everything up again. I think you're still going to run into slush pockets and you're still going to have flooding issues and stuff like that. But I think this cold snap is definitely going to help. And that's just my own opinion. It should eventually. If we keep getting this cold weather for another two, three weeks, it'll get rid of most of it. But I don't think we're going to get away from the slush for a while. Nope. And leading or staying in our our ice um or what what we know of as as far as what's out there as far as ice conditions when we were out on sunday we had a good i don't remember we used the bump board what is it is it a foot or a little over a foot i think it was 11 11 or 12 inches and then an inch and a half to two inches of water on the top side but what we did is we did not shovel the snow away from the house or, or before we drilled our holes we just we just stopped and left it all there drilled our holes kicked the slush or the the ice chips from the hole off and then we just left the snow there and what happened was the the water came up and absorbed into that snow so i mean if you were to step close to a hole which i think i did when we were putting yeah, the house it was, away it was pretty soft yeah I, I stepped in the hole and fell but uh I mean, that's kind of what I've learned it's when, when you get this, the snow and, and the flooding issue. If you can leave the the snow down in front of your house, I think you're you're pretty good. Yeah, you're about the best bet. I think if you sit there for, I don't know, if you sit there for 12 hours or something, you're probably going to have some, some flooding issues and you're probably going to have to move. But we were out there for, what, four hours? Um, Yeah. And we didn't have any any real no, flooding. No, the, the snow was getting a little wet when we packed up, but for the most part, it was about as good as we could get for what we have with ice and snow and slush. And yeah, it'll be interesting to see um, this week here, or well, if you're getting out, you said you might go out this weekend. It'll be interesting to see what 
the ice looks like. Granted, like we just talked about, we're still going to have slush pockets. We're still going to have stuff like that. But right. just to see how much ice we put on this week. Just with, from being it cold. Yeah, with yeah. The, this cold. And I mean, it's not, I'm going to, I'm going to pull up the old weather app here and see what, uh, I'm pretty sure it's supposed to be cold all the way through Friday and it's Tuesday. Yeah. And then we're supposed to get snow again tomorrow, I think. So right now it is, it's supposed to get down to 26 below tonight. Tomorrow is negative nine is the high. Thursday, negative 10 is the high. Friday, negative eight. Saturday, negative four. And then next week, next next Wednesday, Thursday, it's showing snow, but we're back up into the mid twenties. Yeah, so we should get some, hopefully sunny days out on the ice and get out and whole hop again. You're not need, freeze your hands off. Not even gonna have to use the heater when that twenty five degrees. Right, you're gonna comes feel like around. it's summer again. But other than that, that's about all we know right now as far as ice conditions. I mean, your brother. Timmy Sr., as we call him. What's his name? His name's Colin. Colin. Maybe we'll get him on a podcast eventually. I don't know if oh, he... Oh, I don't know. Eh, probably not. Maybe. He's probably like John Olmstead. We'll call him out. I know he listens to our podcast. I texted him on Friday to see if he wanted to be on one, and he said, hmm. He didn't even reply. So... Maybe one day. <laughs> maybe one day. But, uh... So he's been out, but has he been with you primarily, or is he? would he have... Has he told you anything as far as... Ice, I know down south, I say down south, I mean like southern North Dakota, there's a couple sloughs down there that are experiencing very, very, very heavy flooding. Uh, one of my buddies, uh, Charlie Wynn, uh, with Wynn Wildlife, and he actually has his own guide service now, so a little plug for him. But he was saying that he found some uh, spots where there was 10 plus inches of water on top of the foot of ice. So that oh, that particular lake is is kind of getting getting hit pretty hard as far as ice conditions goes but other than that i mean i th- i think up on upper red or lower red i just messed that upper. up upper red okay yep. they're uh they're starting to let diesel pickups and tandem houses out leech lake they're plowing out roads um i'm guessing lake winnie they're doing the same probably trying to at least probably sh- Pushing as much of that slush out. And I haven't been paying too much attention to uh, Devil's Lake, North Dakota, to see what, what's going on there. But as Timmy touched on earlier, we are a month from today, we will be there. And we're hoping to bring the podcast equipment and actually do a couple podcasts while we're out there. Get a couple different guys to pop in here and there. Right. I think that could be a fun time. Yeah, you could get... How many mics do you got? Uh, Four. Four, so... You could get a couple guys on, and then we do the weekend for our mixer. We have the actual just mic that clips onto it. Oh, so you can have like audio throughout the room. Yeah, so we could just do a a big group one. Might that get a, might get a little hectic, but might yeah. I'm I'm hundred percent positive that there will be some beverages consumed. Um, one. I think we've talked about this on our podcast before, but we've got a guy. I call I nicknamed him Nashville. That's his nickname. You, I don't really listen to him all anymore. I just edit him and post him up. Did we touch on that at all about Mr. Nashville that's coming to Devil's Lake? Uh, you told me about it at work one day. So I don't know if I did mention it. Long story short, uh, we went down to Nashville, Tennessee for 
Jacob, who is not here. He is currently working in Chicago. Otherwise, he would have been here. Um, but we went down there for his bachelor party. And I ended up slipping away from the group and going to a Tennessee Titans game, preseason game, which was really fun. And when I sat down, I was all by myself. Nobody was sitting there with me. And then all of a sudden, this guy shows up and he starts talking to me. And he goes, yeah, I, uh, I've i got season tickets, but I gave them to my buddy. And then I realized that I didn't have nothing going on tonight, so I just bought a ticket. And he's like, oh, where are you from? You got an accent. And I'm like, what? Me? I have an accent? Like, okay, you southerner. Like, what do you mean I have an accent? We don't have accents. <laughs> and he goes, he goes, yeah, where are you from? Whatever. And I told him, North Dakota. And he's like, oh, yeah, you guys, you guys go fishing and stuff up there? And I was like, oh, absolutely. We love ice fishing. Like, you go ice fishing? <laughs> he's like, yeah, we go ice fishing. And then somehow we got to started talking about North Bros. And here he's sitting in the Tennessee Titans NFL stadium while there's a football game going on. And he's watching our YouTube videos. And I told him, I said, well, you know, we go on a big trip to Devil's Lake every year. And that's pretty fun. And he's like, oh, well, that, that does sound kind of fun. Can I come? And I'm like, if you want to leave Nashville, Tennessee, in the middle of January, which will probably be mid fifties to seventies, to come up to North Dakota, where right now, like we said, it's sixteen below, and come fishing with a bunch of rednecks. Yeah, man, you're absolutely welcome. He's like, well, I think I got some some uh, bonus points on my Delta app or whatever. Pulls out his phone, books the plane ticket as he's sitting next to me. So Nashville is coming. And then I texted him the other day, and he didn't reply to me. Well, here he had a heart issue and ended up in the hospital. And then he texted me a few days later. He's like, yeah, I had to spend my whole Thanksgiving there, but I'm good. They told me to just settle down, and I'll be fine. Oh, wow. Huh. So he's he's still coming. I don't know if he listens to the podcast or not, but he will be here. So that, that, should, be a, that should be a fun time. I would like to get a couple people, and who knows, maybe Timmy and I will do it after this one, just do a little little pre-rundown of of what what we're gonna do who's gonna be there what our plans are you know that it will be there i'll get there thursday evening thursday afternoon and then i'll have to leave sunday morning so we'll see what happens what the plans are see what the weather is hopefully we don't drive into a storm this year yeah i was just looking at pictures on my phone and i have some screenshots of the map that day that we left and yeah it was a all-out blizzard and we drove the three and a half hours or whatever it takes us to get up there. Trucks, trailers. Yeah, the whole works. Just go sit out on the ice in the weather. And then we got to deal with Jacob's ice house getting stuck. That was a good time. But we're kind of getting off track here. Uh, We were touching on ice conditions, and I was talking about that lake down south that was getting hit pretty hard with flooding. You were talking about you had pretty decent ice up north. Yep. But we found some... uh, interesting ice on sunday when we were out this past sunday which would have been the 17th 16th 17th something like that yeah somewhere in there but i'll let you uh you take it away from all i remember is hammering down the throttle on the sled uh well sitting on the back of a mountain sled on the ice trying to hold on for dear life and feeling the sled dip into some nice slush i always forget that you guys don't have handles back there when people ride on the back with me because i just stand <clears> up and i can hold on to the handlebars well that seat's got some grooves to hold on to somewhat 
so we were moseying on back to the access, going to pack up. And there was this, some guy out in the middle of the lake, no ice house. No nothing, dude. He was just I don't even there. think he had a hat on. No, he... Uh, yeah, I don't remember. He had like a bomber hat or something on. Yeah, and he's he was what I remember is him just sitting there, like you could see the exhaust coming out of the wheeler because it was pretty cold, and he's just sitting there by himself, pretty much contemplating life. And right? then when we pulled up, we were probably fifty feet from him, and yeah, just saw that. yeah, and just saw the absolute pool that he was sitting in, and he had snow up to his bumper, and when we Drove past. You probably thought that we were just being assholes. You know, we, we were pulling up and then we by. just just shit can it to get out of the, the slush we were sinking in. Right but, next to him to show off that maybe he should buy a snowmobile until, instead of a wheeler, but ended up stopping on some nice snow. Walked up to the guy and found out there was no help for him from us. So we had some nice guys out that were next to us fishing that had a some old Kawasaki side by side. I think the tracks were worth double what that machine was worth, but you can't been. you can't even talk bad about it. No, it just punched right through it. Um, so he offered to help, and just like everybody wishes, if you're in the same situation, you can get help from anybody. Came out, tied a nice paracord rope around his plastic bumper. I, as soon as he did that, I took my phone out and I was like, Timmy, you know what's about to happen right here? What? Uh, his bumper's going to come off. I could have saw the whole plastic kit just flying off instead of the wheeler. I can't believe that it held. Yeah, I'm surprised. I mean, it, it budged a little bit. You can see it in the video when you replay right. it. You can see it kind of, you can see it kind of twitch a little bit when he hit it. But he told him, he's like, he's like, yeah, man, I, uh. I'm gonna have to pull you out here, but I'm you're you're in there a little ways, so I might have to back up and give her. And the guy's like, "Nah, whatever." And then he ends up getting him pulled out. Then he's like, "Dude, I thought your bumper was coming off." And the guy goes, "I don't really care, man. You got the four wheeler out. We we're fine. I wouldn't even have cared if you ripped it off." The old Honda Rancher just yep. floating with no winch because he broke his winch. Right. He he apparently has a wheelhouse out on that lake, and he went to block up his house because of the flooding that we're having and ended up snapping his winch cable when he was pulling himself out. So, yeah, he was kind of a, a dead duck. Right. And I think some of those people out there that have those skid houses and wheel houses are probably running into some prob- problems and trouble with just getting stuck, and now it's all just going to ice up. It'll be interesting to see how this the end of this, and I don't even want to talk about the end of the season. I mean, we just started. Right. But it'll be interesting when we get to that point where it starts warming up. It starts, you know, snow starts melting. Snow's going to get rock hard. You're not going to be able to, to push this stuff out of the way with a plow very easily. How some of these guys are going to get their houses off? Because out there, they were, man, they were, what, a mile out onto the lake? They had to have been. And then they were all just bunched up in one group. And just that much weight on the ice plus the snow. And that, I don't know, that uh, that's one thing that, I don't have a wheelhouse yet, but that's one thing that kind of worries me about that is pulling them up next to each other when you're having this flooding issue. Because, I mean, we were by ourselves and we had, like we said, two inches of water 
on top of the snow and it was a portable. And it was just us in a snowmobile, so. Yeah, so that, I can't imagine. They must have been in, they, they got to have four or five inches of water on top of that ice, which, I mean, they're not going to fall through. I no, mean, it's just, you're just burying your somewhat expensive, if it's not homemade, ice house into and, the... Yeah, and then, like, when this water freezes and you've got somebody who doesn't live there but they brought their house out there with a buddy and, you know, nobody's there to check on the house throughout the week, you get back the following weekend and your house is froze. I've I've seen it and heard it happen before, and it's not good. I mean, you're sitting out there with a blowtorch in the middle of the wintertime trying, trying to, melt, trying it to melt it off. Yeah. And then once you get it lifted up, you get to deal with the fact of... Okay, cool. I got to lift it up, but now how the hell do I get it out of here? And then you get to pull it through God knows how much snow by the time it comes to it. There's got to be like somebody in Lakes Country that has some sort of business or like an ice house, not necessarily a recovery, but a retrieval team where you pay him X amount of money and he takes his tracked machine out there or a couple tracked machines out there and gets your house off with the, the, the wheel skis. Right. That'd be a pretty big business idea. Somebody's got to have one. I mean, granted, yeah. you're only going to be used on years like this. I don't remember the last time that we had this much snow on the ground in December. Oh. I mean, like two, three years ago, we had no snow pretty much all winter. The last year that I can remember a lot of snow was like 2014. When we got hit with like a really big snowstorm early, and then it just kept snowing the whole year. That was probably the last time that we had a little flood around this area too. Right. Which we're not even like we're we're talking the end of season here already. We don't want to we don't want to do that. No, don't want to drain on the many weekends and hours spent out on the ice for the rest of the season, but. I'm looking forward to it. I got, you know, we got Christmas coming up here this coming weekend. So a lot of people won't be able to get out then. But after that, it's it's game on. I mean, every single weekend, pretty much, there's going to be a lot of people out. And I'm one of them. I mean, I, I plan on I plan on hitting it up as, as much as I possibly can um, after New Year's, even on New Year's. I mean, and then our big Devil's Lake trip. That's, that's kind of my, my uh, high of... Ice fishing season. season. Yeah, I, I love pretty fun. I love that weekend. I mean, even if even if I'm not fishing and I'm running around from house to house talking to everybody, you know, making right. sure it's everybody's nice to have that that really big group of guys and get to hang out and see all the machines and thousands of dollars that we all spent on one hobby. Yeah, it's uh Yeah. That part's kinda depressing. It's but... worth it. <laughs> oh, it's hundred percent worth it. I mean, I'm an idiot, and I just bought some upper doors for my side-by-side, and I don't have tracks on my side-by-side. I just have the wheels, and now that there's this much snow, I don't know if I'm going to get to use it at all this winter. Probably not. I mean, you could use it for some spring riding. I think I'm going to bring it to Devil's Lake, though. Even if I leave it on the trailer or in the trailer, whatever we bring. Right, and you can kind of hop through the roads. Yeah. And Woodland should have somewhat decent of a road system built out now that we have pretty good ice by then yeah i haven't been paying too much attention to the the devil's lake ice fishing report that they have on facebook but i have seen people that have been out on devil's lake um 
I know our our buddy Peyton, he was just out there last weekend, two weeks ago, and they caught a monster of a perch. I believe, what did he say, a 15 and a half? I think so. Yeah, he was a tank. But he's he's been out there, so he'll be he'll be one that we I'm sure he'll end up coming over for at least a day if he doesn't come for more than right, that. Right, just try to hang out at least. But so we have some people up there that are uh, kind of kind of our I don't know, kind of our guides, if you will. I mean, they're they don't we don't pay them, and they're not actually guiding us, but but they're from around there, and they can kind of point us in the right direction. Right, get some gear pointers because the lake's always changing, and especially with that farmland that's just out there and just chilling under the water yep well timmy you got anything to to close out with it was good to have you back on it's it's been a minute yeah it has thanks for having me um like everybody just stay safe out there on that ice especially with the slush I know it's hard to walk out through all that snow now, but... Oh, yeah, one more little bonus story here that Timmy can tell you about our adventure two weeks ago. Pulling a sled and a very, very heavy hub house with a lot of stuff in the sled. Which we used most of. For not even a mile. Or maybe it was a mile. I think it was right at a mile. Is not fun. It was a, Especially when you got wheelers and snowmobiles and stuff. Ripping past, past you. Yeah. That dude on the three-wheeler, man, he should have stopped to help us out. He left his buddy to run for it at the access, which was kind of fun to watch. But As we're sitting there sweating, carrying our stuff, that, that was the last time this year that I will not bring one of my machines with me fishing. Agreed. <laughs> if I had one. Hey, we'll get there. One day. Small steps. <laughs> I try. All right, guys. Well, that's going to do it for this time. Uh, Hopefully everybody has a Merry Christmas. And until next time, we'll get back to you.